I see with my own naked eye. I gotta cut the cord and fall away. That instinct I can justify. And on, please. Dumois has the whole story. Did you hear what Dumois Dumois. said? Who is it? Can you believe this blind item? Dumois was on that story a long time ago. Sunday mean celeb sightings with Dumois. Dumois. I cannot believe what I just read about on Dumois. I need to hear more. Hello, and welcome to Do You, the show where you'll hear all the latest in celeb gossip and special exclusives that are not shared on my Instagram or anywhere else. I'll be your guide into the world of celeb news, sightings, and secrets. I will be giving you all of the information I have on your favorite topics every week. This week, we're talking about the movie Do Revenge, Rihanna's new music, Joshua Jackson and Jody Turner-Smith, Ime Udoka of the Boston Celtics, a potential Beyonce visual album, Robin Wright's divorce details, two juicy blind items, and so much more. We're discussing all of this with return guest and senior editor at Today.com, Alexander Kasala. Let's get started. Here on Do You, we do not like misleading info. That's why I do my best to be transparent with the most up-to-date intel on all of your favorite celebs. You can trust that I will never intentionally dupe you. Sadly, in life, we do have to deal with a lot of sneaky terms, annoying bill hikes, and exorbitant fees that we did not anticipate. We call that yada yada. Here on Do You, we do not like yada yada. Now, you could spend all of your time combing through contracts, or you could just skip the hassle and go with a trusted brand like Metro by T-Mobile, helping you to get ahead and not pull you back. That's right. You don't take yada yada from life, so don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. Never settle for less. I know I never do. And now that I don't have to worry about sneaky yada yada, I have time to dedicate my time to making the best content for you guys. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. When you look at bags of dog food, you see pictures of bright carrots and juicy steaks. But when you open the bag, all you get are burnt, smelly pellets. Dog food needs some fresh thinking. Eating processed food for every meal isn't healthy. Dogs will eat anything. Just because they'll eat it, does it mean it's healthy food? This is why I love Farmer's Dog. It's real, fresh, healthy food with whole meat and veggies gently cooked in human-grade kitchens to preserve their nutritional value. Just tell them about your dog and they'll deliver personalized, vet-developed recipes for as little as $2 a day. Meals arrive in pre-portioned, ready-to-serve packs, conveniently delivered on your schedule. Dog people all across the country have ordered millions of meals from the farmer's dog. It's never been easier to invest in your dog's health with fresh food. We have partnered with Farmer's Dog for a while and have stayed loyal because of the farmer's dog commitment to quality always. Get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash D-E-U-X-U. That's 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash do you. 
Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today we have return guest, senior editor at today.com, Alexander Casala. Hi, Alex. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you? Welcome back. I am so good. Last time, like, I swear to gosh, I got the most and the best followers from doing this podcast with you. Like, I got probably 500, 600 new followers just from appearing on here. And I tell you, they have been the best followers, always engaging with me, always commenting on my stuff. And like, the people who follow you are loyal and they are just like I good Instagrammers. That. They are so amazing. I agree with that. And I love to hear it. It's kind of like hearing like your children are well behaved at school. Like that's how I feel right now. Yeah. Of you telling me that, but they are amazing. I've said it so many times that my followers, they're so engaging. They're so smart. They're so witty. They make me laugh. I can't say enough nice things about them. That That's honestly what has kept me going. Yes. So if anybody likes what I say or say, or, you know, what we're talking about, and I like my point of view, fame problems, F-A-Y-M-E problems on Instagram, you can follow me there. Yeah, I will tag you for sure. Um, well, let's get started. We have a lot to cover today. I just want to start with a couple updates as always. It was announced that Rihanna, well, was it announced? I don't even know if it was officially announced. It's implied that Rihanna will be the halftime show at the Super Bowl. Was no, it, it was announced. Oh, it was. Okay. Because I, I saw her picture. I saw the headlines, but um, I wasn't sure. Oh, no, no. It's, it's definitely happening. I was working when the news came out. At first, it was like, okay, she's holding a football. Obviously, we know it was implied. And then maybe about like 20 to 30 minutes, the official press releases came out. Rock Nation said something. The NFL said something. But yeah, I think people are super, super excited. They're so excited. So I just wanted everyone to know because I posted a little update to that because everyone now is anticipating her new music being released. Um, I heard December. I also heard January. But someone else chimed in and said, Rihanna has been in a recording studio a lot the last few weeks. Drake was also in a studio in New York City after he came for the Amsterdam premiere. They're different studios, but literally they were in the different studios on the same few nights last week. Maybe a coincidence, but wouldn't it be fun if they were low key doing another collab? I mean, that would be fucking epic. Oh, I totally. Yeah, that would be awesome. Also, Rihanna's website was like down yesterday. So people are thinking she's going to be launching something huge from there. Yeah. Um, Well, we'll obviously keep you guys updated with any other information I get. Um, Another question everyone's asking me is when Beyonce is going to be releasing her visuals. And she has them filmed. Somebody um, confirmed that when I posted this week saying that around the time of shooting the Taylor Swift videos, there were six Beyonce videos shooting over the course of a month in Los Angeles. Um, not sure if they went and shot in additional locations and are in the process of creating an entire visual album, but there are videos coming at least six. How do you get your Beyonce information? I don't really get a lot of Beyonce information. It is very, <laughs> very, very difficult. Right. Cause that's probably like super, super locked down. I mean, the, but there's also like, what is the second and the third act of Renaissance? And when is that coming out too? I heard one of them is country. And I heard <laughs> that she is doing 
a duet or a cover of a Dolly Parton song. I posted about it a while ago. So basically, I heard about the Dolly Parton rumor first, and then somebody very, very, very reliable confirmed that one of them will be country. So in which case, it made the Dolly Parton rumor seem more viable. And they were from two separate sources, that information. Yeah, a lot of the music information do come from separate sources. Um, There's definitely a couple people that have given me you know, continuous information over the course of the past two years, but people will chime in. I think that people get nervous when it comes to like Taylor, Beyonce, not not necessarily Rihanna so much, but Taylor and Beyonce to spill anything because their camps are so tight lipped. So it is hard to get actual information, but I do try. And sometimes I get it wrong, but I try. Um, but I was just saying that like the Dolly Parton came from like one person and then the other country yes. thing came from like a totally, oh, okay, right. So that does make it, the country thing seems like a little cuckoo. Um, one of the one of the great greatest songs like she's done or like moments was like her collaboration with the Dixie Chicks a couple years ago. So maybe like that inspired her to like do this country thing. Um, but also paired with the first album, it definitely seems a little random, but who knows? Yeah, I mean, the second person who confirmed the country part of it would know. I'll just put it that way. Oh, my gosh. Nice. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, the next little update I have for you guys is people were asking about Intel um, regarding the set and the filming of the movie Do Revenge. Have you seen that, Alex? It was on Netflix. It's Mm-mm. so good. What is it about? Um, it's like, it's a young adult, like high school type movie. It's kind of like an amalgamation of like Mean Girls, Clueless. Um, oh, yes, 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 yes. I, I think I saw the picture for it. Okay, yes. It's really, really good. It's a really, really good movie. If you guys haven't seen it and you like, like, you know, it is young adult and it is, it is set in high school, but I personally am like an adult trapped in a 16 year old's body. So I like all that kind of shit. It's like up my alley. I will also recommend I had Billy Eichner on my show last night on my live show. And I was gushing to him about bros, but it's so good. Have you seen it? Yeah. I saw it like months ago. You did? Did you yeah, like Yeah, I got it? like a special, I got like a crazy, crazy, crazy advanced screening. Yeah, I was like in a movie theater by myself. Um, did you like it? I did like it. I did really like it. I think that it, it like to me, like I am that character. Um, so I definitely related to it in ways that, you know, I think was really, really intense and really, really exciting to like relate to somebody like that on a camp, on a, you know. Um, yeah, no, no, no. I really, really liked it. Uh, I feel that like, the comparison between that and fire Island has been interesting. It's because they're like the two big gay movies that come out this summer. And obviously he said some things that got him in trouble kind of, but I feel like fire Island was almost a movie made for like queer people. Whereas Rose is a gay movie made for straight people, which I'm also fine with, you know what I mean? Um, Cause there has to be some sort of entry level point for, you know, people that are consuming this in such a mass market general appeal. Um, but yeah, no, no, no. I really, really liked it. I interviewed him. I interviewed a couple other people from it. I didn't see Fire Island. Is that starring Bo and Yang? Yeah. Really not his. Like, he's in it, but it was this other person, Joel Kim Booster. Um, And it came out in the beginning of the summer. And it's very specific to, like, a week in Fire Island. They were kind of getting lumped together at the beginning of the summer, a lot of the films, because they're both 
on a very large scale. And then I think like Billy sort of got a little bit perturbed by that lumping in. And so Mm. he made some comments in like a variety interview, really trying to kind of like delineate his film from Fire Island. And that got him in like a lot of hot water. Basically he was like, bros isn't some, you know, little streaming film. It's like an actual, like, yeah. And, and, and the Twitter. No, 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 he's definitely, no, 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 he's definitely not not wrong. He's definitely not wrong. But then it was just like, people were like, well, why do you got to shit on somebody else's thing to make your thing better? And then like Joe Kim Booster, who was the creator of that one was at Burning Man. And like 10 days later, he released a statement because he was getting tweeted at and, you know, um, so much about this whole conversation and stuff. And yeah, you know, there's sometimes when you're like a marginalized person, you really are trying to always fight for that seat at the table where you're like, oh, like there's only one, only one version of this thing can really exist. And that's that fighting nature is only created because of like, you know, society and the forces that like the, so I kind of get that feeling, but there is room for like two gay movies in one summer to do well and be different and you know all that okay well let's get back to do revenge (laughs) thank you for your review (laughs) you brought up Um, rose girl you brought up rose not me listen i know i'm i'm a bro girl so i don't want to hear about fire island no offense (laughs) okay so somebody wanted to know gossip and somebody wrote in saying this a hot cast plus a sexually charged movie equals many off-screen liaisons. Mm. Think everyone with everyone else. Lots of behind-the-scenes gossip, too. By the end of filming, the majority of actors had a riff with one another, mainly the girls. I also wouldn't rule out some of those who were are in relationships now didn't seem to matter much during filming. Hmm. So typical, you know, young set things happening. That's what I'll say about that. Who are some of the stars in this in this in this project? Um, Cami Mendez and Maya Hawk are the two. Oh, Maya Hawk! Yes, yeah. she's like the big one. Okay, yes. Now I remember seeing the poster with her name on it. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to like fill you in. Sometimes it's like that's something I could have posted you guys. But sometimes I prefer to say things on the podcast because I get nervous of like the young backlash. Do you know what I mean? Like sometimes the younger listeners like can't handle hearing certain information. Mm-hmm. So if I posted that, everyone would be like, you know, do Maya and Cammy hate each other? Like who was hooking up? And sometimes it's like not worth it for me because I don't have those answers. So that's why that was something I just read. Just a little tidbit into my process. Um, okay. The next thing I quickly want to talk about is Joshua Jackson and Jody Turner Smith. Last week, I posted a blind item. I'm going to read it to you unblinded, um, and then we'll talk about it. Joshua Jackson and Jody Turner-Smith have been estranged for a couple of months now. They recently stopped following each other on Instagram. Ironically, the public distance comes amidst a PR campaign they are doing for Motorola's Razor phone, showcasing their togetherness. Note that Josh and Nancy Gomez, Jody's BFF, who was there to photograph all of Jody's great looks at the Venice Film Festival, have also unfollowed one another. So I posted this as a blind item. Um, 
a couple hours later, they were following each other on Instagram. Now, I have screenshots of their oh accounts. Oh, my God. Of them not following each other. The power so, you have. You're bringing people back together is what you're doing. I, I mean, listen, I do think that there is a, an estrangement to their relationship. I do think that they still maintain separate residences. Now, whether or not that is a arrangement that they have that they're fine with I don't know or if they are headed for a split that I don't know either they are the they are the I do not understand them as a couple they are so odd to me like really I think they're like one of the hottest couples in it's not that they're not hot but like she just seems so like chic and like couture and like black girl magic and like all of these like really kind of like special things and just like and he just seems, I'm sorry, just like so basic. And like, I like, I like love him still and he's great, but there just seems to be like such a disconnect in like their energies of like, what was he, Seventh Heaven? Not Seventh Heaven, Dawson's Creek? <gasps> Dawson's, Dawson's Creek. Dawson's Creek, how dare you? Yeah, like, like he's like Dawson's Creek and like she's serving like soon to be Oscar winner for something or I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, he's an incredible actor. I don't know if you've seen Dr. Death or The Affair. He's an incredible actor. I miss so those. I disagree with you, but you're entitled to your opinion. Um, I think that the point is their relationship might be on the rocks. Now, cut to this morning, there was a picture released of them holding hands, walking in L.A. somewhere. It looks like maybe they're going to dinner it was released and now that picture is everywhere. I have it on good authority that that picture was staged. And I am like the first one to say like PR pictures, you know, aren't as staged as you guys think and you guys always overreact. But that one for sure I have on good authority was staged. So what does that tell you? Maybe, you know, Oh, and also the picture came out of them holding hands. And then a couple hours later, she posted on her Instagram an ad for Razor, the phone of them two kind of canoodling. And she says, beyond excited to give young designers a platform to showcase their creativity. I mean, I think you're missing like the major like plot line here and the point that we really have to discuss. Who is buying a Razor phone in 2022? <laughs> <laughs> or who's even trying to sell somebody or I didn't even know they still existed. <laughs> right? Well, that's that's why it's so important that they <laughs> they salvage their relationship so we could go back to the amazing technology that the Razor phone yes. was. Yeah. But that, I mean, this is giving me a little bit of like J Lo um A-Rod vibes because it seemed like they were dissolving or like breaking apart. And then I think they had like a Vita gummy, like cross partnership relationship brand deal that they were like also endorsing at the end. And it did kind of seem like, are they just staying together for these endorsements? Cause they probably have so many at this yes. point. Yeah. Yes. They also did something with J crew. Um, JLo and A-Rod or um, Joshua and Jody. Joshua and Jody. No, I didn't. Are you, are you wearing like a Joshua Jackson t-shirt right now? I feel like you're like a super Joshua Jackson fan. And like, I am. Yeah. Wait, listen, any OGs that are listening right now, they know that like every time we would do a Q&A back in the day, people would be like, who's your celebrity crush? Like people would ask me that. And he was always on the list. So yes, it's funny that you picked up on that because it's true. If this was a movie, we would zoom out and there would just be like posters of like... <laughs> 
<laughs> and like, and maybe like one of those weird like serial killer things with like those strings going across things. <laughs> I have like an altar. I know I have like a Joshua Jackson altar like in the corner. Yeah. With like candles. No, Joshua Jackson is a hottie. I love them together. I hope they don't break up. It's looking kind of shady. And I actually have to say that I'm kind of surprised that these two are pulling these tricks out. I'm surprised that they're calling paparazzi. I'm surprised that they're not like more forthcoming if they aren't a couple anymore. You know what I mean? It just seems like I mean, it's money. Be, I mean, it's all about like that I money. I guess you're right. You're right. Uh, yeah, you're right. Probably and, like three years ago when they started dating, they like would never have done this. But now they're like their relationship got them so much like sort of credit. It, which is a weird thing to say because that shouldn't give you like credit in Hollywood or whatever your work should. But I think their personal relationship gave them like, like, like I can't really name any of her films, you know, or like I, I like you just named two of his movies. I can't really name that. But I, when I think of them now as celebrities, I think of them in terms of their relationship. Yeah. I mean, she's a great actress. Apparently I haven't seen her in anything, but I think that she is has a good reputation for being a good actress. I will say that jo- uh, Joshua Jackson does like to use the DMs for any ladies out there listening. And one of <laughs> <laughs> one of my hottest celebrity sex stories that I've ever posted was about Joshua Jackson and it wasn't a blind item like this this person did not care she told me the story of her and Joshua Jackson having sex she described it like pretty explicitly and just let me post it and it was fucking hot you're saying he uses the dms like before he's in a relation like not in this not like now I know he used the dms at the beginning of their relationship I haven't heard about anything like recently okay well that's good in the past like couple years but my point is like you know we'll know when they're ready to tell us and obviously right now they're in the middle of a contract so (laughs) we don't expect anything anytime soon like literally like the future of the razor like is in their hands Ferris, what do you think one of the biggest health challenges? Oh, for sure. Weight management. Exactly. Yo-yo dieting, losing weight, putting it back on. Trying the latest fad, it not working. Exactly. Feeling like a failure. Feeling like a failure is the worst feeling when it comes to weight loss. And then getting discouraged. What if I told you I knew of something that could help with this? I would 100% want to know. The Roe Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. That's amazing. And I love how it's over a year. That's so important for sustainability. Exactly. The slow weight loss. The slow burn. <laughs> over 200,000 people have already chosen Roe to help them lose weight. Roe Body Program members have support throughout the process. Roe's partner handles all of the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting room. That sounds amazing, especially for parents not having to 
yeah leave home or people that work yeah having to get that appointment how convenient Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year, like I said, with healthy lifestyle changes. It's important to note that you do have to pair both. Um, BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to row.co slash do. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash D-E-U-X. Before we dive into the latest celebrity intel, let's talk about a different kind of drama, the kind that involves our furry co-stars, our pets. I wanted to share a message from our partner, Spot Pet Insurance, who is here to help with unexpected veterinary bills. What's that? Well, with Spot Pet Insurance you can get up to 90% cash back on eligible vet bills. You you would need that. Yeah. Saving up to 90% on vet bills sounds fantastic. <laughs> it sure is. And get this. Spot pet insurance plans cover not only unexpected accidents and illnesses, but also offers an optional preventative care benefit. It can help with the cost of routine wellness, vaccines, and more. Is it pricey? Probably less expensive than a surprise $1,800 vet bill. And you know what that's like. It's not pretty. Just head over to SpotPet.com for a free quote. Paid ad from Spot Pet Insurance. Waiting periods, annual deductibles, coinsurance, benefit limits, and exclusions may apply. For all terms, visit SpotPetins.com forward slash sample dash policy. Insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence, American Insurance Company, or United States Fire Insurance Company and produced by Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. I'm not sure this was on your list, but I have to just bring it up. Have you watched Dahmer or are you like talking about thinking about reading about Dahmer? No, I can't watch it. Mm. I hated it. I tried twice. I got 20 minutes in and I was like, this is disgusting. I don't like it. Like his apartment was dirty. Yeah. Like it was really gritty and grimy. And I felt like the first 20 minutes, I don't know if I'm ruining anything, but they put such like emphasis on the fact like, was he gay? Like, I don't know. Like, is that even the point? Like, he murdered people. Well, the, that's funny thing that, like, people are like, oh, you can't have the LGBTQ tag on it. But I'm kind of like, no. Like, put the LG like, like, gay people can be, like, bad, too. It's just, like, weird to me how people were like, no, like, this isn't the type of representation we want. It's like, no shit, Sherlock. No, this isn't the kind of representation we want. But it is still, like, the reality of one, like, crazy, kooky gay man. And, like, true equality comes when you're, like, you know what, there are great gay people and there are some like really shitty gay people too. And like, that's one of the examples. I think he definitely was gay. Obviously, like when you're doing these things, they're not from a place of love. They're from a place of something else. But no, I, he was gay. So put that LGBTQ little taggy thing on there, Netflix. Like go for it. People, people have like all types of opinions about this. I think it is like, like you said, it's super, super gross. And the one thing it made me feel better about my apartment. I'm like, okay, if that's what his apartment looks like, like. Yeah, don't feel bad about your apartment. Right. I was like, I was just like, I can't. Like, I tried twice. I really did. Because I like, you know, serial killer stories. and But murder, gay serial but killers like, you're just not okay with. 
no it wasn't even the fact that he was gay it was just the fact like the way it was filmed and he, you know maybe he's too convincing as jeffrey dahmer and i don't like to see evan peters like that mm. like it was too creepy like i just i was like this is not enjoyable for me and then there's like the people getting mad because other people are like thirsting after him and then there's like other people that are saying like there's like all types of conversations i think it was like the tweeted most thing this past weekend was this show and people mostly being angry about it <laughs> But are you being angry about the show or are you being angry about the fact that like reality let this happen? That's what you're actually angry about. It's sort of like misplaced, you know? How many people did he actually murder? 17. I'm pretty sure. Oh God. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> Let's move on to everyone's favorite subject. This is going to be super quick. I just want to update people. Don't worry, darling. Um, it, it was released this weekend. I haven't seen it yet. Have you? What? You haven't seen it yet? No, I don't go to the movie theater in New York City. So I have to wait until I'm in the suburbs to go to the movie theater. Why why don't you go to the movie theater in New York City? Because ever since like the bed bug outbreak, (laughs) like 10 years ago, I just can't. Oh, so you're hypochondriac? Well, I don't want bed bugs. Do you? Um, Well, I went Friday night, 9.55, like East Village Angelica. It was the best decision I've ever made for myself. I have never had so much fun at a movie going experience. Like seeing this film with like 300 NYU girls was like a dream. Um, (laughs) No, I mean, I I was like, yes, movies are back. Mm, Yes, I will see it. I will see it. I just haven't gotten around to it yet. The other problem kind of is like, like, are you getting invited to like screenings or premieres now and stuff? Like are you getting sent screeners for things? Yes. So like, it's hard though, because a screener you get, do you really want to have this experience like in your bed on your laptop? Like, no, no. Well, I back to bros. No, I got a screener for it. I watched it on my laptop in my bed and I wish I'd seen it on a bigger screen. Right. But then there's also like, oh yeah, I'm seeing it like weeks or months in advance and that's cool. But then you're also kind of not experiencing it with everybody else when they are. And I almost think there's something really nice about that. So, like, I did have access to Don't Worry Darling. And I was like, you know what? I don't really am not doing any stories on this. I'm just going to wait to see this. And then, like, it was so worth it seeing in the theaters. So I shouldn't try to get a screener as well. No, you should definitely see it in the theater. I mean, people were charged during our showing. Like, every time he spoke, people, like, screamed and, like, kind of just, like, reacted, like, very audibly and stuff. Um, So that was just kind of, like, fun. It almost became, like, a Rocky Horror Picture Show where, like, people were, like, throwing popcorn and, like, frogs at at the the screen. But she's amazing. But she's, like, absolutely amazing. She's so good. Florence. Yes. And the film is... The film film is good. Like, it's not, like... It's sort of predictable. And, like, the twist is kind of interesting. But... And it's beautifully shot, but she is like really, really good. I think for him, like his first major film, it's a little tough. Like I kind of see maybe why Shia LaBeouf would have been better because there's sort of like a darker side to him, I think in general. And that this character kind of like has that, that I don't think he really tapped into. So yeah, we'll see. But I'm sure your listeners will have lots of opinions and maybe they'll hate me or love me for what I said. No, I've been getting a lot of messages in the DMs about it. Um, I would say majority are positive. There are a couple people that were like, I didn't like it. Um, but a majority of people are saying they enjoyed it. And it was a lot better than what they expected. For sure. It's not horrible by any means. I mean, like, and people that are saying right. that it's, like, terrible. I think for him, it's just, like, he's not as good as she is, for sure. And then their scenes are so intense that they're, they're, they're kind of, like, unmatched. 
And people were really reacting to that, to that mostly probably because everybody in the theater is like low key obsessed with him and is like wearing their, you know, Harry Styles fan shirt from, you know, the concert from, from his 15 shows at Madison Square Garden. Yeah. So, well, the the thing that I just wanted to touch on really quick is that People Magazine uh, put out an article and it had a letter from the crew and the members of the crew who signed on to the onto the letter if you scroll down to the bottom of the article are listed right so they went on record saying that all these rumors about arguments and whatnot on set were not true well fans noticed that one of the crew members who signed this letter that was in people magazine is the same name as Harry Styles Finsta. And they were like, why the fuck? I'm not going to say what his Finsta is because I think that people would get upset and that's private. But they were like, why the fuck did such and such sign the letter? So people think that like that was Harry's way of secretly signing this letter. Do you know the letter that I'm referring to? Okay, that's one thing. The next thing is a PA went on their Instagram yesterday, um, their real Instagram, not a Finsta. So they went on the record and they said, I was a COVID PA for one year. Being a COVID PA in general meant withstanding abuse on a daily basis. This film was shot during peak COVID when cases were soaring. I was dealing with a combo of producers on our asses for not doing enough, but the same people turning around telling me not to do my job when it involved high profile cast and crew. Every day I felt like I was doing a bad job, that I was being disrespected for doing my job and that I was not doing enough. Working in Hollywood in general is tough, but in every other position I have been treated way better. So this PA was saying they were mistreated. I asked them, was there really any fighting on set? And they said, the screaming match rumors are false. I said, did people know that Harry and Olivia were dating? They said, they hung out on set, but only at appropriate times, like after we cut or something. And Harry would come by on his days off to watch. So that's it. That's from somebody on set, somebody whose name is in their Instagram account. So I would say they're on the record, but they would like me to keep them. But were they on the, was that name on the letter? That's a good question. I didn't I didn't double didn't I didn't check to see if her name was on the letter. I no. mean, all the drama talk and everything, I mean, like, it only made people want to see the movie more. So it worked. I mean, it I'm sure it was part of their strategy to sort of like if there was even the slightest bit of bad attention, maybe they themselves were like, let's just like blow this up and make it into something. Cause they all sort of were playing along the entire time. And I mean, like, it kind of like really worked. It like, who, when did we ever get a film that's, like, that number one at the box office? It wasn't Superhero. It was number one? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. This weekend. Wow. Good for them. You sound really surprised. I am surprised because I didn't know, like, this has nothing to do with their movie. I didn't know how many people were going back to the movies. I The last movie I saw in the theaters was Bullet Train with Brad Pitt. And there was me, the person I was with, and two other people in the whole theater. That's it. So I didn't know if people so were the still... top three, like Don't Worry Darling was played with drama. It won the box office this weekend. CNN, The Guardian, Don't Worry Darling shows all publicity is good publicity at the box office. 
Oh, good. So and it was. Awesome. I maybe they're going to cut you like a little bit of a check because I'm sure you fueled some of the interest. Um. Yeah, but I mean, like the other thing is too. It's like randomly Olivia Wilde become this like, like even my friends were sending me like a tweet that was kind of making fun of her from like video of her protesting Trump a couple years ago, and I just responded being like, I think I art because they're a little bit younger than me. I'm like, I think the humor we find in things is skewed because like why are we like making fun of this person for being like doing what you all were doing in 2016 too? Like, it's so weird. And I just feel like in general, like she's kind of become the target of like a lot of this like internet sort of chatter of like cringiness and like weirdness and stuff. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't think she's that bad. Oh, I don't think she's that bad either. People just, you know, they'll pick on every little thing. She and it's does. like an ageist thing because it's like, Oh, an older woman dating a younger man. You know, maybe there was some nepotism in the hiring or whatever with that. But it's like that happens all the time with men and women. And we totally let it happen. Yeah. Well, let's move on. Um, Okay. So the next thing I just want to talk about, I don't have a lot of information, but I I received so many DMs, people wanting to know about this scandal with the coach of the Boston Celtics, Ime Udoka. Fifty high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliai was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, Two Doors Cinema Club, Whitney Cummings, and many more for way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. Visit livenation.com slash concertweek to buy now. That's livenation.com slash concertweek to buy now. So everyone wants to know about this scandal and I don't know how much has been released because I haven't been following it, but somebody has sent me a nice message just kind of like summing everything up. So I'll just read it just in case you guys need a little refresher on what's going on. The first part of this message is what I keep getting and nobody will tell me what it means, but everyone keeps saying it's so much worse than what it's being reported. Okay, so I've gotten that message a couple times and I'm not really sure what they mean by that because they won't elaborate. 
Um, this person says there's been an ongoing investigation for months by an outside legal team. It's really bad. He was having an affair with the VP of finance's wife. She also works for the team in some way. VP of finance finds out, goes to upper management. In the meantime, VP of finance confronts his wife and she tells him everything. Upper management asks Udoka to please stop all contact. He doesn't. He continues to send inappropriate message to her. It gets back to management. They launch an internal review investigation and it was like Pandora's box was opened. This started approximately June or July. Udoka knew it was under investigation but didn't tell Nia. Now he's married to Nia Long. That's his wife. Um, he let her move their family to Boston two weeks ago, knowing this was all about to blow up. Other things have been swirling, like there were multiple women in and out of the Boston organization, married and not married. There was a pregnancy, unwanted advances and harassment. There's also supposedly pending legal action. All of this is alleged. He's been suspended for a year and they haven't determined if they are firing him yet. So that's all I know. I feel like that kind of like summed everything up pretty well. Are you following the story? Are you guys following the story at today? Um, not really. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, sports is People my are really no, into I, it. No, I see. I've like seen that woman's name, like Mia Long, right? Chen like yes. so much. And I'm like, who is this person? And like, what happened to her? And it sounds horrible. Yeah. So my audience always is interested in athletes, but I was surprised this was kind of like the peripheral, you know, it's like a coach. So I was surprised at how many inquiries I got for more information on this topic. So that's all I have. I guess if there anything else comes out, I'll let you guys know and it will be. What's about these men that like, they are like cooking up these like horrible schemes in the background and then in the foreground, they're like making their women like have these major commitments to them and like screwing them over, sort of like with Chloe and um, yeah, right. They don't give a shit. It's just so manipulative. They literally it's like don't you give know a shit. that like something's happening and like you're making this person move. You're having another baby with them, and it's like meanwhile you're like having another baby with somebody else or doing all these other sort of like shady things. It's insane. I think there has to be like a level of sociopath yes. <laughs> sociopathic tendencies um, with a lot of these men because they just don't give And it's them. more about so, the secret than anything else, you know? Right. And I, I, I they're so dumb because do they think they're never going to get caught right. or it's never right. going to come out? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, this person was not on my radar, but somebody sent me a pretty long message um, about Robin Wright's husband, who she is filing for divorce from. His name is Clement Gerardet. Um, And people were interested in the Q&A. A couple people asked me what's going on with the with her divorce. Um, so somebody sent me a DM before my Q&A. Um, and I'll just read it to you guys. It says... Her soon-to-be ex hasn't been working for St. Laurent for years. Actually, he is to this day jobless. He's been living off her money. The fact that she hired Laura Wasser tells you all you need to know about him. 
Also worth mentioning, he never had any kind of executive position at St. Laurent. Just one of the boys sent to celebrities with the shoe boxes and the dresses. When Robin met him, he was renting a tiny apartment in Paris alongside four guys and was driving an old scooter. For the past four years, Robin even tried to finance a clothing line for him. And of course, it failed since the guy just spends his days DMing women, riding bikes and playing fake mercenary at gun shooting stages. I don't know what that means. This person is a fan, but they obviously know a lot about the situation. Uh, They say, for us, her fans, sadly, it was very clear from the beginning. The guy verified his account like five minutes after their marriage. At the time, IG's algorithm let followers see your activity, and this guy was liking and following way too many IG models for a recently married guy, and most certainly DMing them, and still does shamelessly. Is there cheating involved? Sure. And quite embarrassing. A 19-year-old college student who, of course, wants desperately to become an influencer. And that's why I keep her name to myself for now, because that's exactly why she and Clement want to make a name in the gossip rounds. They both want to be influencers. Clement has no job and nothing else going on for himself other than his crumble of fame. Wow. Don't. (laughs) This person is like very savage. Needless to say, the guy is extremely superficial and lazy. Sad for Robin. She deserves better. Um, And then they said this, which was the most interesting. By the way, did you know Robin directed the Tell Me Lies season finale? I did not know that. And Tell Me Lies is also a a great show on Hulu. I did in truth transparency i did do an ad for them (laughs) but i actually i asked to do the ad because i wanted to be able to like shout it from the rooftops a million times how much i loved the show like i begged fcc ain't coming for you that's how much i love you are keeping it transparent tight and aware no i mean if you go to if you go to her wikipedia her first two husbands have a link for their name he does not so i think that should just say it all when you don't even, when you're not even like, yeah, you know, big enough or famous enough to have your own Wikipedia page, it's like maybe you are a little bit of a social climber. <laughs> yeah, that is sad for her because I mean, I feel like we don't hear a lot about her, but um, I do think she does direct like a fair amount. <laughs> I love how you went from like, and, I feel so sad for her, but also like we need to give more tra- more awareness to her directing career. Yeah, like she's a woman in Hollywood, and you know, I am all for you know, lifting up. Um, I think that, I mean, he's kind of hot. I mean, like there's just Jared posted some photos of him, like surfing or like shirtless, like from a couple years ago. And like the two of them are walking together and she's like fully clothed in like a jacket and he's like shirtless. So it's like, they literally look like they're from two different climates, but he's kind of hot. So maybe she was just like having fun. Yeah. She was just having fun with him. I'm looking now. She was having fun, but maybe she found out. Maybe her eyes opened up to all the things that that fan maybe she knew all in that DM. Maybe it's, she did. It's... You're right. Or maybe she was too busy directing. No, definitely not that and one. And she no, didn't no, no. know. <laughs> um, but I think that like, I think that sometimes too, it's like, we just perceive these people as being such like, but like, maybe she knew he was a dog from the beginning. She didn't care. He was hot. They had a good, whatever. Maybe they were a little bit open even. And they didn't want to be, pu- I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying like, and then maybe like, you know, she got over him. She 
was like, you know what, this guy's a schmuck. And now, like, you know, it doesn't necessarily need to be, like, the most, like, he's this, like, philandering, you know, horrible person. And she's this, like, wilted flower who's, like, being abused. You know what I mean? Of course, the fans are going to see it that way because, like. I know. I know. You're right. You're right. Um, but if anyone who was curious about their pending divorce, that's the information. I think people I just really care about her because like she had the whole Sean Penn thing and like she's in Forrest Gump and like we love her because of that. So I think people do have this like really intense affinity. Then there was the Kevin Spacey shit that kind of screwed her over and that sucked for her because that wasn't her fault, but she kind of got like thrown into that mess. So it's like, I think people... Oh, yeah. She was in House of Cards. Oh, my God. Yeah. I totally forgot. She was amazing yeah, that's, well, that's also that. probably where she directed a lot. I mean, I do... She was on the show, Today mm. Show, about a year or two ago. She did some film. It was like almost... It's some sort of like woman in the wilderness, like, you know, like finding herself while like, you know, trying to build a fire. And like, she directed that. And she was saying how like she wants to direct more. So we need to get more transparency and awareness to Robin Wright directing career <laughs> yes thank you for your support with that I agree um okay the, <laughs> the last two things um I want to talk about are blind items the first one oof I'll give you guys this hint the first one is about a couple that you guys just asked about in the Q&A from this week and somebody sent me this about the husband he's actually sleeping with girls off seeking arrangement and with no protection my friend's been fucking him been sleeping with him before he got married and after a thousand dollars a meat and honey burdette lingerie i don't know what that means a thousand dollars a meat and honey burdette lingerie and honey burdette so they wrote a thousand dollars a meat, like M E E T, and then they wrote and honey. Oh, like a thousand dollars just to meat, and like you also, and then plus give you get this. Which honey I never even heard of. Is that like a? It Me almost either. looks like a Fredericks of Hollywood. Okay, well there you go. Um, then they go on to say he's still active, and he fucks anything because my homegirl isn't the hottest. She's like a six and shaped funny, but he still paid and kept paying his poor oh, wife. Who is this friend talking about their friend's body that way? <laughs> they said shape, shape like a pear. What is that? What is they? What do they say? <laughs> Shaped, shaped funny. funny. Oh my god! Shaped if my friend, could you imagine if your friend told somebody else that you're shaped funny? I, I mean, I have, I have no idea who it is. So I mean, it doesn't. I guess it doesn't matter. Yes, it matters. <laughs> my homegirls in the hot. They're still saying it about. No, they're still I saying like, it no about idea. their friend. I guess. I guess that girl is not. That, that girl is, is not, what that you're most that girl appalled is about. Because no girl would ever say about their friend that. So you should you, that should have been your response then. Be like, hey, hey, boo. Like, I know her people. I know her people hurt, but like, listen, I'm not here to like, you know, correct people's morality. Maybe if they're calling, they're they're saying their friend is shaped funny. All right, I love that. This is what you're taking away from that. Other people too are gonna be like, Fuck. what? No, 
Well, they are now because you're making such a big deal about it, but they're going to want, I mean, they're going to try to guess who this is about. I, I, I don't think I could ever say. I feel who so the guy bad. Is. Yeah. It's like a doozy. I mean, I gave the hint. You can go back. I, I'll, I'll, I save everything to highlight. Who would play this guy in a um, movie? Oh God. Army Hammer. <gasps> oh my God. Wow. I know. I don't know. Why did that just roll off my tongue like so easily? Um, wait, did you see? Wait, wait, wait we sh- there's something about that we should go into in a second. But Oh, yeah. Oh, God. No, we could go right into that. I, I'm, I'm just like staying away from the army hammer thing because whatever I say, I, I always wind up getting blamed for everything. So no, did you see that? Like it may have come out that like she was planting stories using a friend's email. Yes. Yes, I knew about this. Okay, so this is this is a good example because somebody asked me if I find out about stories before they drop. And yes, I knew about this. I knew about this. But I didn't post about it, but now everyone's picking it up. I mean, I'd be lying if I said... Well, actually, all the texts were posted. Effie posted all the text messages that Elizabeth was sending her trying to you know um work together to get army's story out there but yeah so everyone's claiming now if you guys missed this that um elizabeth used her friend's email and her friend's account to disguise herself to as like a tipster to try to get information about army out so cuckoo like that has to be like like I mean I guess like he was eating people or wanting to eat people so maybe that should be the craziest thing in the story but like this is like a close number two because it's also just like yeah why wouldn't you just like do it yourself or like have your rep do it or like something it's just no yeah yeah, I really don't know I really don't I don't know either because I'm assuming she has connections she has connections at all major publications all major entertainment publications so if she wanted to get something out herself and she wanted it to say a source says they would have honored that right you know what I mean right so this is much worse because she could have just like you said it could have she could have contacted Daily Mail and said this is what I know about army and they would have written an article and they would say a source close to the situation says and then that would be the end of it. But since she pretended to be someone else, this is even worse. So. And did the friend know? Because I, I, that is, if the friend didn't know, that's such like a violation of their trust and privacy too. Okay, listen, I didn't read any of the articles, so I don't want to say too much because I don't even know what's out there, but. Oh, okay. Well, then it's not so bad if the friend was kind of like helping her. But then why was it the friend just like doing it for her? I don't know. It just seems like. I don't know the reason for anything other than the fact that she was she was very obviously very angry with him. The whole business of like because like even at work we're like dealing with this too. Like I told you when I was on here for the first time like our standards are really high but all the time people are trying to like not even place information just like we'll reach out to somebody to confirm something and the spo- the person will respond to us but be like but you can't like source me as the source of this information you can still like print it and do your article and confirm it and everything you just can't say i'm the one that told you and it's like who it's 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 like it's just confusing the whole thing and it's like doesn't make sense because at the end of the day it's like this is this person's job to confirm this stuff 
it just doesn't make sense. It's just, it's so weird. But don't you honor that? Like I said, like, won't you say a source close to the situation? We don't really like do that, but like, yes, like we will. Of course we honor, like if they're saying that we can't like attribute them, like we have to figure out how to attribute them, like if at all. And if like, we're able to do the story, but like they're confirming or denying things that are like all over the media that they're placing there. They just don't want it to be like, like, I'll just give an example of something random, like Khloe Kardashian's rep. Like, and I've never had an experience with her per se, but it's like celebrities similar to her. The rep will like confirm or deny something, and they're like, "Yeah, you can like do an article on it. You just can't source me." But it's like, but just it's just it's so weird. Like, who cares? No, well, that's exact. That's a good example because that's exactly what happened with uh, Kim and Pete's breakup. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so all the articles said right. a source says but the call was coming from inside the house yes. so it's like it goes back to me saying like people always you know ask me like about my sources but it's the same shit the sources aren't anonymous to me just like they're not anonymous to reporters right. but sometimes when you present the information they have to be anonymous and all my information is presented anonymously. it just doesn't make sense it's just like why wouldn't kim want just to be on the record like yeah we broken up you know what i mean like it's- i don't know i i i questioned this when it came out i don't know and my my thing was to leave it open-ended in case there is a paparazzi picture of them a couple months later hanging out in la or new york that's that was my guess and people were like no they're really broken up they're really broken up and i was like i'm not saying i think even you messaged me about this yeah and you were like no they're really broken up and I was like I'm not saying they're not really yeah. broken up I'm just saying why didn't Kim give a quote right I don't know that strategy because I think I have a feeling with them maybe they want people to tune into the show like months later yeah, of course but a lot of people do it it's not just we're saying the Kardashians right. but every celebrity does it's it. just very and weird. you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna ask my publicists I'm gonna get an answer for this I'm gonna ask my publicists, why people do this. Um, okay, well, the last blind item I want to talk about. Oh, my God. You guys literally blew my mind with this one. Um, somebody asked me what is one of the craziest things I've heard recently. And I said it was an A-list threesome that is so hot. And, okay, that is all I said. I didn't give any, any, any indication of who it would be. People knew about this. So there is talk about this threesome and I'll give you guys a hint just because so many people have messaged me about it that, that know about it. Um, it's about a couple that's been in the press and a model. And I have to say like if anyone who like represents these three people are listening, like maybe tighten up their circle a little bit because I was shocked about how many people had heard this rumor. Wow. That's all I want to say about that. Yeah. I feel like my um, descriptors are pretty good. Like, can you, do you have any guesses on this? Me? Yeah. Um, a couple that's in the press and a model? Yeah. Um, Hot. Like, I'm saying it's like... Brad, Angelina, and Emirata? No, but not no. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time you tried having a threesome never oh my because i tried like two nights ago and girl it was tough like i was definitely out of practice and like it is like i feel like it was something from our youth and now that i'm a little bit older it's like i definitely needed to 
to brush up <laughs> all my threesome, all my threesome uh, angles. <laughs> Yeah, listen, like I I said never. Like I was being judgmental. I am not judgmental at all. You do what you want to do. My response was that I've never it's never even crossed my mind. That was what my never response was to. Like I I don't know why. It's just that's not something that would be for me. Let's put it that way. I mean, maybe you know you're going to want to retract that because who knows what happens in like <laughs> five, 10 years. Listen, I'd have a threesome with I'd have a foursome with the three people I'm talking about. Let's put it that okay. way. Okay. But it was a man, woman, and a woman. Okay. Yes. Um, yeah. Okay. Interesting. But I feel like you guys might be able to guess. I mean, I literally was fucking shocked about the people that were like, wait, are you talking about? And I was like, holy shit. How have you guys heard this? And people were like. People but how did people hear it? But yeah, but how did people hear about it? It's like in, you know, the circles it's going around in certain circles. Let's put not it that squares, way. not triangles, circles. <laughs> it's in the circles of like Hollywood, and New York. Are we like in Aspen? Are we in Salt Lake City? I think I'm going to say New. I'm going to say okay. New York. Yeah, I'm going to say New York, and I'll, and I'll I'll say one more thing before we end the episode. Um, one of the people involved wasn't satisfied. <laughs> I mean, it can be hard. I mean, I tried doing Apparently, it like two minutes ago, and girl, like I was struggling. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you need practice make, makes perfect. So maybe you just need. Maybe more this couple will like, like watch a tutorial or something, some sort of like masterclass oh. on threesomes. It will sell. <laughs> I'll t- I'm telling you, that's how hot it. Is. That's how hot. Did we it talk is. about everything you wanted just- to talk about? I did. I like I get a countdown on my uh, through my text messages through um, from my producer throughout the episode. So that's why sometimes when I rush through things and for anyone listening, wondering why sometimes I rush through things, that's why I'm getting the countdown as we're talking and my anxiety level like starts building as she's like 10 minutes five minutes wrap it up and I'm like oh my god I, there's still more I want to talk about but we got through everything amazing I love talking with you so much like it is always just such a breath of fresh air to talk to you oh my god thank you that's so nice ditto well thanks for coming back Yeah, of course I'm always here for you you know you're a little I don't really like give you that I don't really give you that many tips or anything because I feel like usually you hear you're, you're if anything it's like the reverse I'll see something on you and be like let's investigate this <laughs> Yeah, I like, you know, I don't like to cross boundaries with people with, you know, reporters and people in the media that I have relationships with. So, you know, sometimes I try to go around asking those people information to other sources. I don't think I've ever asked you, like, have you heard? I think maybe a couple times I've asked you, like, have you heard X, Y, and Z? I'm always like, I'm in like, I'm in the, unless it's like a, like (laughs) maybe like a gay thing or like, a bros thing or a fire island thing but other than that i'm pretty much like finding it out in your stories you know <laughs> yeah I, I like to respect our relationship in that way i don't want to put you on the spot by have you having to tell me like anything you find out at work so um yeah you would never you would never just a good you sounding board very professional yeah um but i love having you come back i'll tag you so you guys follow alex he's adorable oh thank you boo You're so welcome. And thanks for listening, guys. See you next time. Yay! That's it for today. Thanks so much for listening to Do You. New episodes will air every Thursday. 
This has been a presentation of Cadence 13 Studios. Please listen, rate, review, and follow all episodes available now for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, and wherever you get your podcasts. For more info, you can also follow me on Instagram at DeMois.